Wake up, wake up, ghetto children. It's still Black History Month. Yeah, I'm talking to you. But welcome back for season three of Just Be Real Podcast. Oh, yes, we finally made it. But today, to kick off the season, I got one of the realest, Chase. Enough of me chatting. Let's get real. So we got the realest Chase with us today, kicking it. Up and coming bomb artist. I don't know if y'all heard me talk about it, but his music out. He got that video Reckless out. Join us. <laughs> Fire. Fire, bro. Fire. His sister put me on. And I've been that joint been on repeat. And the whole time that's a part of my workout playlist. So I listen to that joint literally every day in my workout playlist. So Damn, for real. I didn't even notice. Yeah. It's in the workout playlist. So that joint get rotation every day. Every day. Every day. But thanks for kicking it with me today. I appreciate it because, you know, this man busy. He be grinding, grinding, you know. He be grinding and shining. So I'm glad I was able to fit in the schedule, you know. No, I'm grateful that I was able to fit in your schedule. This is therapy, you feel me? Like, I like talking. So I like talking when I want to talk. And right now I want to talk. And I'm grateful for you. Well, I'm thankful for for your sister for putting me on to your music, man. Because I'm trying to come heavy with my kickoff for season. You know, this is the season three premiere. So I'm trying to come heavy with the kickoff. And I feel like it's always necessary to have male energy, especially a black man. And the fact that it's Black History Month to start this off. It's the only way to do it. I'm OD grateful for that, too. Like, being able to be, like, the kicker offer. (laughs) I mean, so shout out. That's like. That's some, like, you didn't have to do that, but you did that, and I'm grateful for that. And I was going to hold off on any, I was going to hold off on releasing season three premiere until I had a chance. I was like, ah! The ch- I'm like, nah, I got to have Chase on here. I'm not, I'm not about to, I'll, I'll wait. If I got to wait, I'm going to wait. People can wait. It's fine. The anticipation will be worth it. Yo, I'm telling you, love. Like, I, I can't even, just love. Like, that's love. Period. Truly. And that's because, yo, I love your, yo, shout out to Tiff. Tiff, you a real one. Yeah, like And she just had a birthday this week too, y'all. So shout out to her. Yo, shout out to Tiff. Happy birthday again to my soul sister. She turned the big three O. Worthy thirty. I like that too. I peeped the hashtag worthy thirty. Not even thriving thirty, not dirty thirty, but worthy thirty. Shorty was talking heavy. Y'all probably missed that. It probably went over your head, but Yo, that was, <laughs> that was, that's the subject. But shout out to Tiff for putting me on to her brother. Because first of all, it's one thing to put you on to an artist. But if somebody who's your family, that's personal. You don't just put anybody on to your family. So shout out to yeah. you, Tiff. Shout out to you. So let's go ahead and jump into this, um, Chase. So when did you originally, well, first before even falling in love with music, who is Chase? So, you know, I, I got asked that question in an interview like two months ago. And honestly, like, I'm just, I'm just a human being. I'm, I'm far from perfect. Like, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, I'm on some love type vibes. Like, I play basketball, but I don't know. Like, I'm just this nice guy. I, I feel like I don't even know you personally, but I feel like from your sister, the energy I get from you is like, you know that you're here on borrowed time, and you're making sure that all the time that you're here, you're making it worthwhile, and you're not wasting your gift, and you're sharing it with everybody. Because some people are selfish, and they don't share their gifts, and God gave a gift for a reason, and when you don't share that gift, you're being selfish. OD. When, when you say I got a gift, what you mean? Like- a gift, like as in music, and like you said, you like to talk. I feel like your energy in general is something oh, that a yes, lot of people... Uh, that's, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, so I feel like my gift is life, you know, like... And I hate to be, like, you got to think, like, some people don't like this kind of talk. Like, my, my individuals within my bloodline, if I was to ever speak like this, they would be like, oh, like, but not, like, 
I am really feeling like that's the gift, you know? And um, I just be making music, yo. Like, I make music and play basketball. I get my hair cut and I meditate. I'm very simple. But see, and that's the that's what I love, though. And that's why I had to have you on here because a lot of dudes, it be more about the material things and the things that are seen that are tangible rather than the intangible because it's like, well, what's your spirit looking like? You might have that nice bling, but what is your spirit looking like? Like, Oh, my God. And you in a place where you see it all the time in Miami, so I know for a yo, fact. Oh, yeah, people have no clue. Like, yo, Miami's such a beautiful place, but it's full of... Um, People like you know trying to fulfill their insecurities, funny or you just whatever. made somebody mad with that one. Oh, I'm just speaking real facts. You know, it's just on the internet. I know, but you know, people don't like to hear the facts. They like the false ideologies to you know yeah. boost their ego. So you know, not everybody right. Everybody asks for the real, but they're not really ready for the real. You know what I'm saying? Od, Od, I, I live in truth. You feel me? So I'm, I be like, I. I'm with it. Like, I'm with the real. Like, you know how it makes some people uncomfortable? Like, I don't know, yo. Like, I don't know how to... I don't know how, how to... How like, to be nothing else. Yeah, and, and don't get it wrong. Like, you know, it's funny. <laughs> one of my teachers asked one day in class, he said, has anybody ever told a lie? I've... I, I've no, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, before when I was trying to live in a world of, like, acceptance and trying to fit in, I... I I've told... I, I've lied or I've... I've um. What's it called? I can't think of the word right now. Uh, fabricated, exaggerated. Fabricated, yeah, I've fabricated and I've exaggerated. But, you know, once I escaped the realm of, like, acceptance and I just decided to just live in truth, oh, Lord Jesus, I feel so free. And I feel like people get so... Com- and I think that's crazy because it, it just thought, made me think of a Bible verse, like, be ye conformed to the pattern of this world, like... That's not what you're supposed to conform to. Like, you're supposed to go ahead and go by your own video. Because that's the whole point of being an individual. Like, if everybody conformed to the same thing, how fun would life be? Yo, honestly, it's funny you said that, yo. I listen to this yogi. I've been telling everybody about this yogi, yo. The shape, he just be talking about the craziest stuff. He was like, yo, he was like, yo, what proof do you have you're not already in heaven? Mmm, that's deep. OD. OD, and because and cause I feel like a lot of people, especially, you know, African-Americans, like, yo, I feel like we deal with a lot of, um, a lot of suffering, you know? Man. Because we're on, we're on, we're on, you know, different territory. We're not supposed to be here in the first place. Yo. So I feel like we all suffering and. I don't know, man. It's like, it's a, it's generational trauma being passed down from generation to generation. And it's all about like, so who's gonna break the cycle? Yeah, I'm breaking mine. I know I'm, like, I'm breaking I'm like, mine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, my bloodline, the, the motto is and the code is get money. But I stopped living like that because it wasn't making me happy. And um, I don't know, I'm breaking a generational vibes. I'm unaccepted in my, in my bloodline. So now I just kick it with, like, real friends, you know? And that's important that you said that, like, real friends. Because, like, people sometimes feel shackled to have to be around their family, given because they're a blood tie. But that don't mean nothing. That just means y'all share a bloodline. You know, everybody, you know, everybody can't be family, but, you know, you do have relatives. Like, you know, that's a relative. Like, you know, we are tied through a, you know, family tree by nature. But in reality, that's not my family. Like... That's a relative. And I know I can say that personally for me because I know my sisters, they're sisters because that's what they're categorized by a title. 
But our relationship, you're literally just a relative. Like, we're not family. Like, I can't be like, yo, you got my back. I got yours. Like, OD. And I can honestly, I can relate to that. I mean, I wouldn't really say since my sisters, I love my sisters dearly. But there are people within my bloodline that we not, don't even speak, like, don't even talk to me. Yeah, like, you just there. But since Chase is a person who just loves music, loves ball, get his hair cut, he's just about the truth, which we, you know, we want Just Be Real podcast, so we always keep it a honey head. When did you fall in love with music? When when did you know music was like, yo, this is this is what I got. I have a message. I have something that I need to share with the world. Okay, I think I know what you mean. So, <laughs> honestly, yo, I fell in love with music. Like, I, like you, when you say music, you mean like a song because music's all about... Not even a song. It's what, when you felt within your heart like, yo, I know what my gift is and I know I have something to say or I have something to share musically. Since I was a, since I was a child. And was it just like, I know I got, I know I got something like, no matter who hear it, I'm going to make sure it's known. Yeah, since I was a child. And then I really started getting a studio when I was like 19, just playing around. But I could never really find like good um, engineers or audio engineers. So I made one song and, it, and people liked it. But when I really got into like a real studio with somebody who knew what they was doing, I made like a really, you know, pretty big song. And um, yeah, I just noticed that people liked it. So now I just be making music all the time. So, how, would you say that music is somewhat of a passion for you? Like, it fulfills you and makes you feel like, yo, yeah. without this, I don't care if I get paid or not, I'm still going to do it. Yeah, like, and I, to be honest with you, it's because I, um, I was bullied a lot as a child, and especially in high school. So, music saved my life because I, I, um, I was, like, fighting suicide. So the only Know that, that too thing, well. Yeah, the only thing that saved my life was music, you know? So I feel like I kind of owe music something in return, which is me, you know, telling my truth and me making tunes. And the tunes that I make aren't dark. Um, I just be talking about the things I go through with women or little girls. <laughs> I like how you rephrase that, little girls. Little girls. But now I feel you. Like, I feel like how music is for you, it's like a passion. It's just like, yo, it saved your life. And it's not trying to be on no cliche. That's just how I feel with art. Like, Art is what saved my life. It was like, yo, you got a gift. It's either you're going to use it or abuse it. And if you abuse it, it's not going to be no help because you don't know who you might be touching just with something simply by a stroke of a pen or a stroke of a brush. And in the process, you're getting your therapy, but you would, you would still do this regardless. Like, And I just feel like that's important to have, especially like because I've been down that road too with suicide. And that's a dark place. And it's like when you can find something that's able to fulfill you and sustain something, it's just like, yo... You took me from a place where I could have went left and I went right. And it's just like, yo, for me to not try to show appreciation, who would I be to just sit here and take that for granted? So I feel you. I definitely feel you on that. So how has your upbringing been a, been a pillar to your craft as well with music? My upbringing, like my childhood? Mm-hmm. I had a rough childhood. Um, honestly, the only thing I liked about my childhood was the fact that I was exposed to a lot of, like, old tunes. Mm, like, uh, same. Like, yeah, like, old school, you feel me? So, that's probably, like, the key component to all this, because I fell in love with music, like, as a child. You got to think I'm going to cookouts with black folks, so I'm hearing all, like, you know, Bobby Brown, uh, Albie Shore, stuff like that, so um, 
that part was good. Now, the, um, I endured a lot of mental abuse as a child and trauma. So, um, basically, I'm going to take it to another level. I go through, like, my mother had to raise five children on her own, and um, she didn't have time to really show me affection. Mm, I know that feeling, and, too. Um, yeah, so, like, yo, when I get with a girl, it's like something foreign to me, and it feels very good, because I didn't get it as a child. Wow. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so when I get it, it's like something I really fall, I fall, I fall deep in love with a girl, like, the girl who I be with. And I'm not a player, so I really just be falling in love with girls who aren't good for me. Or we don't work for each other, or whatever the case may be. But, yeah, I guess, like, my childhood ties into that, my future as well. Which is which is major for you to acknowledge, because a lot of people would probably stray away from that and not even acknowledge, like, yo, because I didn't get this affection, I look for it in this. And because I look for it in this, I end up tripping myself up and getting too caught up too soon and letting myself be too vulnerable or probably give too much of myself too soon to a person that may not even deserve it just because I yearn for something that I've never had. Because I know I had, I've had that too at points. It's just like, yo, dang, emotionally, I'd be so vested. And it's like, did I take the time to really step back to see what they already showed me? Because normally people show you their true colors before it really hits the fan. It's just a mind, mindset of if you want to pay attention. So I just feel like, yo, that's definitely deep because I would have to say like music, being my dad being a DJ, it was something I can relate to, like going to older cookouts. Like I always heard old school music, so people were like, "Oh, Yo, you got an old soul." I'm like, "That's what I was raised around." Like I don't really like today's music is cute, but a lot of what today's music came from that. Like a lot of what y'all listening to came from then. Like, do you know that was sampled? Oh, for okay. real? Okay. I'm like, like yeah. Don't, don't understand that? Like energy is just we're just like we're just other energies like being passed down and down and down. Period. You know? Like my favorite song is by Bernard Wright. Who do you love? But he, but LL Cool J sampled that in. Who do you love? So like it's like yo, it's a sample. Like it's it's the same type of thing. But I I feel you though on that mindset of like, I feel like when you have that old soul and you've been around music and you can appreciate it and you can understand the dialect and the dynamics of how much of a derivative and how far music has come from where it was to where it is. It's like yeah, yo, like this is real. This is real, real. And it's important in childhood because I feel like for me, it was an escape. Like, I could sit here and I'm like, yo, whatever. And if I have my Walkman, I'm like, yo, my MP3 player, I'm busting them old school tunes in it. And the headphones, like, yo, going to school, they're like, what you listening to? Oh, the stylistics. The stylistics, what's that? Stylistics, what? Yeah. My favorite groups. Yep, the stylistic, the Delphonics. What? Like, come on now. Crazy right I'm, I'm not about to get them too much though, cause I'm gonna let them, I'm gonna let y'all research that, cause y'all need to probably look look up some of y'all samples anyway. They don't know, they don't know about that. They're not trying to. That's the crazy part too. Where I feel like it's crazy to me when I see people who are in our generation not trying to learn the history of where the music today came from, cause like y'all so caught up in today that y'all forgot. Like in order to get where you are, where people are now, in music they had to come from something else. There was a foundation in the blueprint set. So do you feel like you have like a foundation or blueprint set for your type of, you know, the type of music you put out? Elaborate. As in like, let's say like, okay, for instance, like you said, you listen to old school. So do you feel like you kind of have some of that, that soul that comes through you when you, when you have your music or like, it's like an energy or vibe that's like, yo, I pay homage to those that came before me. Yeah, honestly, yeah. So who would be somebody like what was one of your who was one of your favorite groups to listen to like as a kid? Um, I 
Blue Magic. For real? That's shocking to hear. For I would I didn't even expect that one. I love Blue Magic. I love. That's crazy. So how did you know you had the true talent, like as a vocal instrument? Because some people be like, "Oh, I can play the drums, or I can play the saxophone, or how did you know that your <laughs> voice was your instrument?" Yo, um, honestly, it wasn't until I was in the club and I heard my song playing, like in a in one of the biggest nightclubs in the world. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, and and and. Cause I'm, I, I've never really like thought of myself to be anything. Cause I was always told as a child I was stupid, I was ugly, I was, I'd be nothing in life. So I just went to the studio because I don't like clubs really. Like I don't party. I don't. I, I do like I'll go to a party now, but like I get pleasure out of like just making music and vibing with people and and meditating and stuff like that. So I went to the studio one day and I made a tune and then it got played in the biggest nightclub and I was like, damn, like. And then I had people telling me, talking about something, oh, you can sing. So I do now believe in what they're telling me that I can't sing. And I guess I can sing because we can music. I mean, your joint is in my rotation, and I don't just listen to anything. So, I mean, I would have to agree. I would have to agree. I would have to agree. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, to answer your question, kind of, I used to be in chorus when I was younger, but I never took it serious. Um... So now I'll just be taking it serious. And it becomes a part of you. So given your current music video, which I have to say is top tier. I don't care. The first of all, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you where to go find this music video, but no funny, the quality of this video, it pretty much supersedes a lot of y'all favorite celebrities' videos. And I'm I'm not throwing no shade, but it is what it is. I call it how I see it. You said it like Wow. It's the it, it's it's the I feel for me because I'm big on message. I, I guess because I'm a big '90s hip hop person, which is all about message. Like, so I'm big on, and it was like it was the message. It was the visual that matched the message. It was like everything just was so in sync. It was like, yo, damn, like he ain't had no like he ain't had no hype women's behind this joint right here. Like, I'm so grateful for you because nobody's ex has gone in that much depth as you just did. It. I'm so grateful for you because, God, man. I mean, it's only the truth. I'm grateful for you. So what message were you trying to portray to your listeners given the song Reckless? And that's the name of the song, Reckless. Um, the, the song wasn't... I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> I wasn't really doing it to like... It just so happens that I made a phone call and it got distributed. But... I really made that for the individual who tried to play with me so they could hear, like, that I'm really willing to take what you did to me and put it on a tune, and now you're going to have to, you're going you're gonna to feel me because I didn't deserve what happened to me, you know what I'm saying? So... You was reckless with my love, yo. Damn there, shit, like I said, it just can't... What happened to me happened out of nowhere. I, I was just vibing with a shorty, yo. And um, I ended up having to move back to my ends because my end is expensive. And I got sick working at this place I was working at. And then I was just stuck between a rock and a hard place. And I was just like, yo, let me go back to my ends. And when I told Shorty that I dropped the ball in Miami, I never heard from her again. You know? So I, um, and we was talking every day, like on a like good morning vibe. You feel me? Like good morning, good night. Um, I'm getting the odd. I said it earlier in the interview. I'm getting the I, the I message 
uh, selfies. You feel me? Not like not provocative or sexual. Right. That not. I'm not getting a Snapchat. I'm getting like a, uh, um, uh, you know, an iMessage. Yeah. Like I'm just thinking about you. I just want you to see what I look yeah, like for the like, day. Like. Me? And this is a girl who I've longed for. Man. You feel me? So, I um, yeah, we're talking every day, and then she just done. She deaded me out of nowhere. So, I had to make a song about it, and then I I went through. Um, other breaks up, breakups in the past too, like two or three other uh, girls that I was locked in with met my mom. And I was like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm doing therapy, yo. And it just so happens that it, it got to the right people, I guess, who can make, who can wave a wand, and they wave the wand, and sure enough, that that bitch made MTV, yo. Y'all heard what he said? MTV, music television, okay? Period. And I think it's crazy because. Hearing your story now, how that even came about, I'm even in more awe. Because it's like you did it with no intention. Like, you know how people purposely have the intention to make videos to try to get recognized and go viral and have it go to places like MTV. And I just feel like that just proves who you are as an individual and how much, how pure your intentions are in life. That God was like, I'm going to just bless him one time off the one, off the rip without him even thinking about it. Because he's just doing it from just straight from the heart. Like, he don't want nothing from it. He's just trying to vent and express himself and use what he knows to get his, get his, you know what I'm saying? Get his thoughts out. And I think that's amazing to me. And, wow, if, yeah. and not a lot of people can say that. Because a lot of people, like, you know how we in this generation, I call it clout chasing generation. People do things with intent to just be seen. Yeah, I can understand. I did, I did this song, and then I, I met this kid, yo, who was like, yo, bro, your music's lit. We should do a video. A video. I was like, all right, bet. Once I shot the video, I was like, yeah, all right. I mean, I'm doing this with complete intent, because I'm not going to, like, yo, when Shorty goes to me, I, I wasn't on the phone like, yo, like, you're tweaking, like, being toxic. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to shoot this video, yo, and you, you going, like, you, you're going to see it, because I'm going I'm to make sure it's so... Or whoever the people involved, like they were, they they teamed up with me, and yo, I did it with the intent of you gonna feel me. And I'm gonna tell you a secret. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. So okay, crazy because when your sister put me onto your song, I had just went through a situation with somebody I was dealing with that was reckless with my heart. And I was like, yo, this hit on a different level. I couldn't let your sister know at the time, but I was like, yo, this is on a different level. And I literally was like, once your sister left my crib, I was playing that joint on repeat. I was like, yo. This joint, like, is real, but as I listen to it daily because it's on my workout rotation, I'm like, yo, your song literally in these last few weeks have pushed me to be like, yo, it's all right. Like, it wasn't your loss. It was theirs type, type vibe. So, I be wanting to believe that, yo. I really do be wanting to believe, like, you missed out on something good. And I know that they did because what, like, what I have to offer, I think, is just priceless, you know? And I think people would pay for it, although I've never sell myself like that. But I be feeling like I'm like feeling like I'm missing out on something. Like that's how bad I wanted this person. That like I feel dang, like that's I, real though. That I didn't do nothing. I feel like I'm missing out on something. You feel me? But I'm really not though. Yeah, not. Nah. I mean, in, in hindsight, yo, it's like you were just gonna probably do me like this, racks down the road yeah you know after you meet my mom and i can't show no more girls to my mom bro nah that's sacred that's a secret that's a secret passage right there to meet the moms yeah. i'm not showing no more girls to my mom that's sacred. You know, i have to really be convinced and i just i want to show to yo who's just like yo ten toes 
He's my queen, yo. Ten toes. But I appreciate you because your your song has helped me go through my healing. So I I appreciate your your, your track. Well, I, I, I reciprocate because I appreciate you telling me that. Because that, that's real. That's real for OD. me. OD. So who is an artist that gives you major inspiration and why? Drake. And it's crazy because when I first heard his track, y'all, I told his sister, I'm like, yo, he giving me big Drake vibes. Like the visuals... The content, I was like, yo, this is giving me Drake. She was like, you know, it's crazy. That's who he really inspires. Like, that's who he inspires him. I'm like, yo, that's wild. Yeah, Drake made me. Drake makes me feel like, yo. And it's it's funny. I knew I, I knew I knew people always be telling me like, yo, you sound like Drake. Like, yo, first of all, I can't help the way my voice sounds, and it's not like I'm not gonna make music because my voice sounds like the man. But I don't know. Like, I just, I just. I, I like the man's music, you feel me? Like, it's, it's, I like his art, you know? He's in his own lane. That's what I love about him. Yeah, and on top of that, like, I've never been afraid to be, like, appear as vulnerable. I've been like this on Instagram with my captions. Like, I got one picture, and I think the captions, like, you cut me off. And then one of the pictures, I it's a text message that I sent to a girl. Like, I miss you, and she left me all red. Like, I posted that, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't care about what people be thinking. Like, oh, he's soft. That's dope. Come play with me in real life. See if I'm sorry. That's dope though, cause not a lot of black men are vulnerable, and I'm glad you said that because they feel like that's a sign of weakness, and that's really a sign of strength to know that yo, I got feelings. Like I feel like this whole nonchalant stigma that the, this this culture goes through with like in black culture as a whole, outside of just our generation, it's more so of if I give the nonchalant attitude like I don't care and I don't care if I'm hurt and I can move on without you. It's like how far are you gonna really get? Cause when you get in them relationships, you're clearly saying it's cause you're in a hurt space or you really you have emotions that are igniting you to feel this way and have to express yourself in this manner. So that just come overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's crazy because the girls that I've been involved with, they weren't even really girls for real. They they're so masculine. They like negatives. And that's because they probably had a black mama who was probably independent, single, and had to play both roles who taught them, you don't need nothing from no man. You can be independent. And they don't know how to be soft and let that guard down because the bitter and not, and I'm not going for nobody moms, but the bitter mother, she bitter and alone. She tries to project it to her child. Her child looking up up to you because, you know, normal young girls look up to their moms as their heroes. So anything you say, your mom say it. It's like she's your superwoman. That's where her word is. is bond. She was like, oh, yeah. Well, she's like, you could be independent. You don't really need no man. Make sure you got your own. Ah, 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 you, It's time for a relationship. You yearning for a relationship. And then you wondering why you single. Because you don't know how to just be feminine and let a man be a man. Because you're trying to demasculate him in the process. I mean that. I swear, bro. I swear. And now, yo, like, yo. I'm really, like, I won't be in a relationship for a long time. Because I need feminine. You feel me? Like, I need a girl that... I don't want you to cry, but I need a girl that will, like, I, I want a girl that cries, you know what I'm saying? Because, yo, a lot of girls, yo, when they get upset, they be like, I then go and do you, man. Nah, we ain't rocking like that, yo. Because I know there's some girls out there that'll be like, baby, please don't do that. Because I'm like that. If I don't want something, if I don't want you to go out, or I, when I was younger, if I didn't want my girl to go out, I'd be like, baby, please don't go out. I want you to stay in, in the house, like, let's stay in the dorm or whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Let's study together or something like that. But, yo... I want a girl, yo, who's on that type of vibe. Instead of being like, oh, okay, you want to go out then? I'm going out. I say. Right. And it's crazy because that's what girls ask for. And I'm going to say this for y'all too. Stop asking for what you're not willing to give. OD. If you're not willing to go ahead and be an open ear 
and be willing to listen to your man when he's in a space like, yo, babe, I had a bad day and I, 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 I happened and you can't be compassionate and be, let him be vulnerable. Don't expect him to give the same to you if you're not willing to give it your damn self. Because I'm tired of a lot of y'all asking for something y'all can't give and then get mad when y'all finally do get it. Y'all so skeptical and so used to the toxicity. Y'all push it away. I'm on that wild. Yeah, you going crazy, yo. You, you, we like two peas in a pod, you and I. But I'm just saying, but it's, tell me I'm lying, Chase. It's the facts. Like, you ask for, just not like when people ask, like, yo, I want to have this happen in my life. God, can you, can you do this for me? I just want to go ahead and have blah, say, blah. And then, you know, God presents opportunity and the and opportunity might be a starting position. Like, you know what? Go talk to this person. Be like, I don't want to talk to them, blah, blah, blah. For your friends, like, oh, try to put you on. I don't want to talk to them. Whole time, you just block the whole blessing where it's like, all right, well, she ain't want to listen. I bet. Don't ask for things. Don't ask God to do something if you're not willing to move your feet. Yeah, so fact. People don't be recognizing their blessings. And I'm just, excuse me, I'm being honest. I'm a blessing. Like, yo, when I got a job, you Shit, I'll be rubbing on FIFA. I go to Louis Vuitton on a Wednesday. No no birthday thing. Just, you know, it's Wednesday. Let me go to Louis Vuitton. Just because. You know what I'm saying? I'll be, I'll be, and then, you know, when we, yeah, when we get into rocking, you know, I'm a, ooh, ooh. Love languages, so, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I'm not about to do that no more for just some girl who's just going to, like, not embrace embrace me or appreciate it how about embrace yeah. it and appreciate me i feel like a lot of girls want the oh i want this i want that i but that's cute but if you want this and that's that's what you asking for because that's what your quote unquote love language is try to take the time to learn minds what if words of affirmation of are you saying good morning yo i know today you got a, a day in the stool and i know you just made this new babe i wish you had the best time in the studio put out your best put, put your heart out on the line like if this was your last song like, that kind of stuff, but like, yo, damn, she really cared. Like, she's invested in not just me as a person, but she knows my love and what I'm invested in as well. And she's taking the time to understand. If that's my love language of words of affirmation or acts of service, yo, babe, I went ahead and grabbed you dinner. It should be delivered to the studio in time just because I know you're about to have a late, long night. It's simple. It don't cost much. At all, love don't cost a thing, yo. But people always want to put a value on everything because that's the only way they can monetize and be able to quantify what it is. And I've learned that with people like if they're not able to measure it physically, it doesn't have an amount to them mentally, if that makes sense. Like if you can't go ahead and put a dollar sign or be able to say, yo, my love is this much to this much for you, then it's like, well, then I can't be able to measure where I, where I could fall in your life or where I'm at with you. Like why does everything have to be quantitative? Why can't it just be qualitative? Hey, yo, watch the next shorty I'm with, yo. I'm telling you. Oh, shorty gonna be, shorty gonna be all qualities. Yo, what? Yo, she gonna check off all boxes. Stuff. I'm not, I'm not worried. Like, yo, I, she's gonna be talking about something. I already know what it's gonna be like, yo. I'm gonna make her say I love you. And that's, and that's it. Watch how I'm coming, watch. I already know. Oh, I ain't worried about it. I already know what's up. So, we said that Drake is your inspiration. So, Nate Dogg was, with one of them. One of them. Nate Dogg was a true pioneer to begin the era of rap singing, as they called it. Given he's from the West Side, how how influential do you feel that's now been on music in general? Because I feel like a lot of people are in the rap singing kind of area type type vibes now. Huh. <laughs> um. So. So what you so you said what? So pretty much, you know how Nate Dogg pretty much started like the rap singing era. 
Yeah, yeah. And like that, that started from the West Coast. And now, as you see, it's like trickled down over to the East Coast. And it's become like a big phenomenon with like rapping and singing kind of thing. So how do you feel like how that's been now, like with music? How influential from like just something as simple as West Coast culture has now been like a phenomenon for a lot of people in the industry? Yo, it's everything. Like, yo, it's evident. That's what I tried. Like earlier, I, I said it, yo. Like, yo, we're just energies are just being passed down. And we're just like keeping those energies alive. Like, yo. Migos, they sound exactly like uh, Bone Hugs and Thumb, Bone Hugs and uh, mm. Harmony. Like, yep. literally to the T. You know what I'm saying? I, th- like, th- their flow is like the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like it's, it's people that. Like I said again, like it goes back to knowing where it came from in order to know where it's going or where it's where where it is. And like knowing Nate Dog was like literally one of the first few that was like doing that rap singing joint. It was like, yo, you was in the back of the day it was like, yo, this a vibe. But when now that I'm old and I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, he really started something that everybody doing now. Like and he's not here to witness it as much, but it's dope that he took that route because you pretty much made your own lane. And I think that's kind of like what you're doing. Like, I feel like personally, you're making your own lane in the music thing. Yeah, well, you know what? I call it like October music. What's that mean? What's October music? The kind of music I make. Like, I, I, I don't really be trying to make like hip hop like so much. I mean, I have hip hop songs with beats that be knocking in the club, but what, like, what the real vibes that I'm trying to make, yo, is just like, that's like that that um that genuine vibe and i'm born in october so my birthday's october 6th oh yep that libra energy you feel me <laughs> that libra energy coming hard yes makes sense libra. <laughs> that makes sense so given that you said that you're trying to get at genuine every trying to get at october energy which definitely is its own lane the present is a gift. So what makes you different than other artists in the game right now? Um, what makes me different than other artists in the game? Outside of you being a genuine person and not doing it for clout. What makes me different? Um, I don't care what nobody thinks about me. Like, I, but, but, but I feel like everybody would say that, but like, I, I take it to the extreme. <laughs> like, I literally don't care like, what anybody thinks about me. Nobody, like, not even like nobody. Cause you know why? This is gonna. This might sound crazy, but I'm practicing spiritualism right now, and I'm starting to learn about about um the different gods that existed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm in transition, and like I'm trying to become a god. And I'm not trying to say that also. Like I want people to bow down to me. No, you got like energy. Yeah, like I'm really trying to like I'm in a, I'm transitioning into a god, okay. and that's important. And I feel like godlike energy is what you exude. Like, and I feel like people pick up on that. So the fact that you, I don't take it personal because you know I'm I'm all about the spiritual tips. I knew exactly what you meant. So like your godlike energy, once you tap into that, it's over. It's over. Like it's up. Yeah, but the fact some people misconstrue that as uh, me thinking I'm better than people. But that's I'm the. But that's because their minds aren't evolved enough to be able to comprehend that. Because they're so sim- simple and so closed-minded, they only could see tunnel vision. But baby, sometimes everything's not just straightforward. You got to look at your peripheral and see some things outside of just that straight view. Like, not everything's always straight directly in front of you. Sometimes you got to observe all around you. So I, I know exactly what you mean. All right? 
Some of y'all might not know, but y'all need to go back to the episode with his sister that I did in October. Literally two days before his birthday. Wow, that's crazy. October 4th is when we did the episode. Wow. And it's called For Spiritual, For Steadiness. Go check that out with Tiff. And go go tap into that and y'all might be able to have a better understanding of what we're talking about. But that, I, it's crazy too because I had your sister on my podcast during Libra season, which is crazy. So that that's even more crazier. That's so deep. And you know her fave number, 44. For no, favorite number forty four, and we did it on October fourth at four forty four, which is crazy. It, it was crazy. It was just crazy. It was a crazy vibe and energy. But his sister got that type of an effect on people. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that. It's just like that. So, knowing the true history of music, what is your favorite musical era? Because I know, like for me, mine's more like the eighties, nineties hip hop. When like hip hop told a story type hip hop. Like MC Light, Queen Latifah, you know, um, A Tribe Called Quest. Like, that's my error when it comes to music because I just oh, wow. feel like it was about informing but then making it fun. I'm glad you asked me that. So my favorite era of music, I would have to say, was, it's two of them. So it's like Prince's era, so like, you know, 70s. And then I love the 2000s. Like, that, that joint came on the other day that... Zaga, zaga, zaga. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if I could be your girl. Yo, when I think of the 2000s, I think of Chingy. Like, every time I try to leave something king. Because I feel like rappers was rappers, but they was vulnerable. They was vulnerable. Like, you had thugs really rapping about love. Like, I feel like it was a vibe. Yo, that was a tune. Every time I try to leave something, keep pulling me back, me back. Yo, that was and Chingy was one that looked at one of the most hardcore rappers. Like, he was looked at as like a thug, but you got a thug over here rapping about love oh, over a sample track. God, one of his greatest. And Nelly, too. Nelly was big in that era. Him oh, and Kelly. Even when I whip my boo. I'm like, yo, you got a thug from, from St. Louis wearing a band aid and a 3X jersey. Talking about how he's trying to take a shorty from another dude on his two-way. Like, what? Yeah, I might have to bring the, 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 the little jersey and headband vibe back. That, I was really on that when I was a youngin'. Like, I Yo, was- that was an era. For a lot of y'all who missed that era because y'all were too young to fully experience it, because I was in high school. You missed out. Sorry for you. You missed out on it. <laughs> Sorry for you. But that, that was that was the time. Like, the Millennium Tour, I was so amped to go to because I'm like, yo, jersey dress. Air Force One's era was untouched. Like, when I look back at my my outfits, I'm like, yo, it really was, to me, a, a revamped 90s. Like, we wore whatever, and it was just a self-expression, but it was no judgment. Really it up. Like, you could go to Rainbow, buy an outfit, and it'd be one of the flyest outfits ever, and it did, it only cost you $10. It, wasn't no mo- it was no monetary value to your style and who you were. Nah, but there, there is monetary value. And when, when you dress them up, yo, because you represent and you represent. Right. And you, you invest in your culture. Like, we have a certain look to us, and we got to keep that look going. I'm not changing, yo. I don't really like wearing suits. I, I mean, I got to be honest with you. Like, yo, I don't know. Like, I, I, I love the Timberlands, you know, and stuff like that. Like, See? That's my vibe. And I stray away from Timberland on my own personal restraint just because of the history of the company. Wow, I don't even take it there. Yeah, I'm not going to take it there because you love the company. But for me personally, it ain't my vibe. But I feel like, you know, as a New Yorker, it's like a statement. Like, Butters is a New York statement. 
Butters. Butters is a New York statement. Like, and I'm from New York, so when you see dudes wear butters in the summer, like, and that's just what it is. And y'all, y'all can't have the naked butters with no neck. As they say, that's like those not real Tims. Like, that's where where your neck at? Like, where your neck at, Brown? Where your neck at? Like, you can't be wearing no naked ass Tims. Period. So, like, it's a culture statement, but I feel you, though, because, like, we have our style, and we always get it ripped from us. Like, whatever we create, somebody wants to duplicate. But the funny thing is, you can always try to duplicate, but it's never going to be the original. Never. So, I, I definitely feel you. So, before we wrap up, top five fave rappers, dead, of al- dead or alive, and why? Oh, man, that's such a I'm sure. I hope you had enough time to let that marinate. Off the top, yo. Rick Ross, Austin. Rick. I, why did I know you was going to say that? Austin, Rick, Rick. I knew Rick you was going to say that. Jay-Z. Jada Kiss. Old French Montana. And Currency. Rappers. Mm. Rappers. But that list is so extensive. I was on also. Currency before Currency went mainstream, yo. I was on Currency when Currency was like underground. Currency's OD. Like, Currency is sick. His wordplay is ridiculous. Yeah, he got a <laughs> His wordplay ridiculous. Old French, I rock with. I ain't gonna hold you. I rock with old French. Jada from New York and he from Westchester, so I always had love for Jada. That's 914 all day. Why yo, why yo? So Jada's and people like Jada Kiss. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, y'all act like y'all don't know. Yeah, Jada Kiss. Yeah, Jada. Like what? Like how have y'all been to have y'all looked at his catalog? And his most recent joint that he dropped like a year or two ago, still I bump every day, yo. Every day. Yeah, like what? Like, yeah. I, I respect that list. I respect that list. I respect that list wholeheartedly. Yeah, but Ross is just a different thing. Yeah, Ross is different. And then no, like, and it's crazy because when he first started, there's a track he got with Trina. And it just didn't fit his flow. When he found his flow, it was over. Ross is a... He's something different. He said, yeah, he said, he said, total, I would cop around design again. Straight to the mall with a wire clear. Like, yo. What's my top five dead of alive? Queen Latifah, which we already know. I never even listen to Queen Latifah. What? Queen Latifah? Pioneer. That's my generation. That's my generation. OD, yo. That's generation Y all day. Um, that's my generation for sure. And the fact that she was a female who was full figured, didn't feel like she had to show her ass and let her lyrics speak for themselves was enough for me. She embraced who she was. So that was a that was a thing for me. Um, left eye, definitely. Ill. Ill. Period. There's no there's no touching her. Roxanne Shante, the first female, twelve years old, taking down old niggas on battles. There's no question. Yo yo, another one. Period. Hands down. Another one. MC Light. And then I would have to say for today's generation, Rhapsody. I freaking love Rhapsody, yo. She oh, is a wordsmith, bro. I'm not even gonna hold you, yo. You just named rappers I've never heard of other than Queen Latifah and that. I've never heard of the other three. What? Yeah, I've just uh I've never heard of them. <laughs> Yo, and Rhapsody is part of um Rhapsody is 
Man, what? Yo, I love her. I love her. She's pretty much today's generation. She's pretty much this season's Queen Latifah revamped. And the fact that they have such a close bond, for me, I get overjoyed when they get together. Like, when they did a track together on Rap's album, Eve, I cried. That's the name of her last album. It's called Eve. That joint is dedicated to every black female. She has a track called Michelle. One called Serena. Yo. One called Whoopi. Yo. Man, listen. It's crazy. But those are the people that speak to my soul. Like, and, and Left Eye. I mean, the list is more extensive than that. But if I just choose top five, that'd be it for real. Because I feel like they're pioneers. And they, they've always stayed in their own lane. Like... She even, like, rap had a song called Aaliyah. She was like, it used to be fun. It used to be cool to be a tomboy when Aaliyah was alive. It used to be tomboy, Tommy boy, fly. Like, and you thought about it. Back in the day, being a tomboy was not looked down on. Nowadays, it's like, everybody want to revamp it. Like, it's such a bad thing to be a tomboy. But it's like, why I always got to show my ass and my body? Why can't I just be covered and still have a message? You get me. Yeah. And rap don't change. Like, rap is figured, but she don't ever let the clothes overwhelm her message and like even people like lakili lakili 47 she wears a mask on her face every time and everyone's like oh why you wear a mask all the time she's like because i want people to hear my message rather than focus on my face oh damn it's like look like i'm telling you lakili 47 kamaya she a west coast rapper crazy ill gives me smooth e40 vibes mixed with nate dog nasty nasty and she from the bay area nasty not exactly nasty but like i i respect your list wholeheartedly because you you got some real heavy hitters on there some real heavy hitters love for that and i respect you for an artist and sharing your craft with the world because listen we we need more up-and-coming artists that are really about the passion rather than the paper oh my god man yes people be talking about killing people yo like in that music yo like, yo. For what? So but then when they turn around and say, oh, Black Lives Matter, how? When you just said you wanted to kill another black life? Oh. You just said you wanted to take your own brother life. Like, what What Tupac say? It's time real. It's kind of hills under real when we kill each other. Like, come on. Yo, I'm talking about for real. Like, it's wild. It, it blows my mind. But I appreciate artists like you who stay true to who they are. And don't let nothing change them or stray them away. I'm trying to be like this for real too, because yo, like yo, that that um that joint yo, that's how right now. Check got my own fight on me, security and mm -hmm. like yo, that zombies. It's a it's a it's a boppy tune. You feel me? Like it's a tune that is just you can't do nothing about it. It's it's, it's lit, but the overall message is talking about you know killing somebody. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and it's we like, ain't about why? that. What what have you been through? Are you talking about this? It, it's wild. But before we sign off, you got a be real bomb, a, a, a model you go by, something you want to share with the people, let them know. Of course. Of course. Life's crazy. You know that. Oh, oh, it is. It, it really crazy. is. It really. He has a whole has a whole wristband on right now, y'all. If y'all can see right now, he got a whole wristband. Man, life's crazy. is the vibes, yo. And what's the logic behind life's crazy? Give us a little insight. Yo. Really, yo, it really just comes down to like it's that, like, yo, life's crazy. Like, yo, 
whether you watching a sun go down with your loved one, whether you get pulled over by a cop, you want a yacht, you want a plane, you fail the test, you pass the test, your life is crazy, bro. Life's crazy. And where can the people find you so they can tap yo, in? Yo, if you want to find me, you can find me on um, on the internet. I'm very hard <laughs> to find a person because, yo, I be going everywhere. Not even on no arrogant talk. Like, yo, I be everywhere. You feel me? Nah, I'm saying, like, I really, like, I travel a lot. You know so go on Instagram. My Instagram is Chase, C-H-A-C-C-E underscore. And I be on Instagram. My Snapchat is no lovey dovey. I'm lying. I'm, I'm about to say, from somebody the way you were just telling that story, how you come up with that name? <laughs> I'm just playing, but yeah, yo. My Snapchat's no lovey My Instagram is Chase, C-H-A-C-C-E underscore. And y'all make sure y'all go check out his video, Reckless. I promise. Yeah. I promise y'all won't be disappointed. Yo, love for that. That's love, yo. I promise. Go run them numbers up on the, on, on the, on the YouTube, bro. Seriously. Yo. Run them numbers up. Run them numbers up. Cause I'm telling you, and y'all know me. I don't lie to y'all. This is called Just Be Real Podcast. That track. Do you really like it for real? Yo, I to- I don't just if it was trash, I would literally tell you. Like I wouldn't even I wouldn't even have you on my podcast right now to even talk about talk talk to you about this. Like I'm not that fake of a person. Like if I'm not rocking with something, I'll tell you. Like ah, it was decent, but it ain't really my vibe. Like I'm that honest. I'm telling you, your track, one, helped me through my transition of in healing. Two, the visuals got me, but the message really caught my attention more than anything. And I'm big on message. But to have the visuals and the message match, nowadays, that's rare. So that, off the rip, I was sold. I literally watched that video like three times after your sister left. Like, I was like, yo, I gotta, I gotta understand the concept, like. How he come like in my mind? I'm literally sitting here diagnosing like, yo, how he come up with this concept? What what was in his mind when he created these lyrics? Like, and for me to do that as a person who loves music, I'm like, yo, that's deep because some people are like, ah, that was cute. Next, what's, what what else you got for me? You know what I'm saying? So I really I really rock with that track though. Did it give you chills like at all? It gave me chills when I literally broke down and really like listened to the to the message and like what you were trying to convey and i'm like when i took out the blocking out of the visual and really just listened to the actual lyrics i'm like damn this shit is deep like people really out here this reckless people really are out here this reckless and don't even know that they're this reckless because they're not that cognizant to know that they're this reckless but whole time you reckless with what i'm giving you and i'm giving you my all and at the same token you're taking it for granted and this is really all i have to give and it don't even matter to you that that's what I'm giving. Because to you, it's nothing. But to me, it's everything. For real. So that, that's what I got from it. Hey, I'm glad you took something from it, though. So, you know, is there anything else you want to leave the people with before we sign off, Chase? I really appreciate you rocking with me, though. Seriously, seriously. Nah, I appreciate you, yo. Truly, because, like, yo, I, be like, I, like to, I like talking. You know what I'm saying? Um... But if there's something that I do want to leave with everybody is I think we all should try just, you know, giving more love to people. Like, just just, just, just once, you know, a day, just do something more loving towards somebody, you know. And if everybody, I read something once that said, we can't all change, not one person can change the world, but if we all just do just a little bit more to help somebody, 
that's like a more positive direction that we're going towards, which is changing the world slowly, you know? I agree. Because as I feel, we're all on borrowed time. And our service to mankind is the rent we pay for being on this earth. For me. So if you don't do that, what you here for? Literally. Like, once you don't get money, that's easy. And it's nothing but a simple dollar. Like, oh, because that makes your life and that defines who you are. It says a lot about you and what your substance is. People be so, they got money, but they be so poor in spirit. Ooh, you just hit a nerve with that one. Ooh. Mm. You really rich. You really rich, but you poor in spirit. And that money can't buy you happiness, no matter how much you get it. That's all. At all, bro. So, if any y'all ain't learned nothing from today, don't be reckless with your time, your energy, or your money in general. Seriously. <laughs> Keep it love. But, Chase, I appreciate you. Keep grinding, keep shining your amazing light that I can just feel right now. I got you. And just, just keep, I, I'm waiting for more. I'm waiting for more. I don't care about nobody else, but I'm waiting for more. Because I seen you was in the studio the other day making some heat. So y'all check out my boy. Y'all tap in. It's your girl, Just Be Real. And don't forget, always be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I will check y'all later. I love that. So, that was Chase, yo. The energy with him, bananas. But I expect nothing less because his sister got that same energy. So, like, y'all really go check him out. Like, he's really dope. Um, If anything that y'all said, don't be reckless. Like, seriously, don't be reckless with your time, your energy, and who you invest yourself into. But make most of all, don't be reckless with yourself. You're your first priority. I love y'all dearly. Enjoy the rest of Black History Month. And we'll march into something else. <laughs> Peace and love, fam bam. Just want glory Desire for fun And you can't afford me Why you gonna do me like that?